My first biggest piece I want to add here is not making the feelings mean anything. And I'm going to say that again just because it's so important. You need to hear it again. Not making the big feelings mean anything. And what I mean by that is it's so normal and natural to have big feelings around separation yourself or your children. So let's just not make them mean anything and just learn to be with them. And when we can really learn to be with our feelings, it frees up capacity for us to be with our children's feelings and not make it mean anything. Welcome to Soul Sips for the Spirit-Led Woman, a space where we discuss the deeply spiritual paths of entrepreneurship and motherhood. Join me in exploring themes of self-development, leadership, blending motherhood and business, and finding your authentic voice as a spirit-led woman. My mission is to inspire, uplift, and remind you of your innate power. Whether you're a leader in your family, in your workplace, your business, your community, or your desire to be, this podcast aims to stoke the fire in every listener. Here you can expect unfiltered conversations and messages that will serve you in your journey as a spirit-led woman who's here to play a big role in this rapidly shifting world. Let's get into it. Hello, this episode is one for the mamas. Welcome, welcome. This will also serve you if you are an auntie, an uncle, a beautiful friend to anyone with children, you care for children or you're around children often because this episode's all around how I deal with and my tips on being separate from your children and processing the emotions that come with being separate from our little humans, right? And it's hot on my heart right now to share this because the difference in me and the woman I am now to last year, mum, like I'm sure mummers with older children will relate, every year you level up another level of parenting. You've reached another level of parenting. It's the same whether you even homeschool your children. This is actually super relevant as well because a lot of homeschool programs now, there are drop-off programs, which is so beautiful, and we'll be navigating what all those things look like for us over this year and next year as we move towards homeschooling. However, the biggest piece I wanted to land here is who I was last year to now, the vast difference and the things I've learned just in one year of having my son in kindy in care. And the biggest piece of advice I have here is not making the tears from yourself being separate from them at drop-off or them being upset at drop-off or them coming home from kindy school or wherever they've been upset not making them mean anything. And you'll also know where I'm going with this if you've heard my episode on solo parenting, because this is my big piece as well, is being with our own feelings and the power of that. Because so often we are projecting our own feelings onto our children's experiences. This has just been my experience and my experience that I talk to with every girlfriend I have and every mother I've ever met. Some people may not want to own the fact that, yeah, you're potentially projecting a lot of your shit onto your kids. And we do that. Our parents done that to us, right? But the biggest thing is being with our own emotions allows our children to have their own emotions. It's so normal and natural for our little humans to want to be with us 24-7. And it's so normal and natural for us to feel like a piece of our heart now lives outside of our bodies, right? It's so normal and natural to be like that protective mama instinct and to want to know what's going on and want to support them. And obviously, the choice you've made. The biggest thing I want to say here on top of this is firstly, own the choice that you've made. You've put your children, um, and it doesn't have to be a forever thing either. I am still 50-50 on if we will go with like a starter school or an alternative school or homeschooling, and I don't have any attachment to what that looks like down the track. But for now, I'm owning my choice. I've chosen kindy. I am fully all in on kindy. 
for 2024. And if anything changed in my son's environment with his teachers or with his, with anything in, within him, I'm just so attuned to him. If anything changed that I felt like I did need to pull him out, then I'd be able to be with that. But it's not from a place of like fear or hang on, let's pull him out and go look at another option. And then the same feelings are going to come up because it is so normal and natural to have big feelings when we're separate from our little humans and then to have big feelings when they're separate from us. And it does bring up all our own feelings around probably how we were parented or how we, our feelings around school. And school is such a big one because school, like I don't know anyone else, I was personally bullied at school. I was a very, very painfully shy child. I didn't know how to um, express myself. I didn't feel safe to express myself, you know, for whatever reasons. And then when it comes to dropping my son off to kindy last year, I, I wasn't all in because I was still 50-50 on kindy and homeschool. And I felt a lot of pressure and we can feel a lot of pressure as moms because we're constantly making decisions. And it's like, have I made the right decision? Do I do this? Do I do that? The first piece is going all in on, yeah, I've made this decision. You've chosen in the highest alignment for your child, right? I know that. If you're listening to this episode, any any parent has chosen in the highest alignment for their child. I'm going to give you that, right? So can you just trust that you've chosen in the highest alignment for them? And so what their experience is their experience and they just get to have it. You get to support them with it and support their emotions. And you also get to support your emotions with this process as well. If you're listening to this episode, you're likely very much on the same page as me in terms of potentially how you parent, or maybe you just want to hear a fresh perspective on how to, how to process the feelings that come with the separation because they are massive feelings But I will add for me, I can recognize now a lot of my son's experience last year with kindy. I was so concerned. New environment, it's so normal to have concerns and wonder how to best support them. And we never want, you know, we never want our children to feel pain or feel excluded or any of the things, right? We want them to feel nourished and supported and loved all the time. And that, that's the piece when they're not with us, we don't know what's going on, which again, the episode on co-parenting that I've shared a couple episodes ago on the podcast will massively serve you as well in that respect if you're like wondering what's going on when they're not with you. But it's really just processing your own feelings and emotions around that because you've chosen that place because it's a trusted place and safe space for your child, right? And if it doesn't feel that way, you're obviously going to pull them out, but you've chosen it. So own that choice is number one. And secondly, yeah, going in with, and if you find it, which for most of us, this is just how it is until you teach yourself to be with your own emotions and process your feelings and actually process them, not hold on to them and carry all that heavy weight and angst and guilt, you know, mum guilt, I think it's just from not processing our own emotions, societal pressures and all the things as well. We have, we can feel a lot of pressure, but I also think it's a choice to feel pressure as well. Anyway, I could do a whole episode on pressure and mum guilt. Back to feeling the feelings, where this massively comes in is because when you expect they're going to have big feelings and they're going to have tears, then if they don't, that's a bonus. And again, depending on the age of your child, if it's like an older child and maybe they have found their own different ways to deal with their emotions, they might, they may, you know, they may be on a device, they may be quiet. I don't know. I don't know what your your child is like, but you know your child. They'll have their own way, whether it's not a kicking, screaming tantrum like a younger child commonly does. Um, you, you'll know their way of processing, right? So you just get to support them with that. And with this piece, we have to have our own way of processing our own feelings before we can actually really, really, truly hold space for our kids. Otherwise, we're going to end up hitting that wall of our capacity of, oh, like, I'm here for you and I can listen, 
but only so much. And that's that's a big piece in parenting, and especially in my parenting journey. It's been like, I'm patient, I'm patient, I'm patient. And then I've hit my capacity and I'm done and I want to scream the house down and I want a tantrum, right? And that's so okay. And we get to do that, but we get to do it like in a healthy, safe manner and all the things But we have to. And if you find like this is something that's difficult for you to actually feel your own feelings and deal with these big feelings that come up around like, yeah, being separate from your child or have I made the right decision or just processing your feelings in general and that discomfort that can come up, then seek support from someone who can hold space for you and teach you to do those things because we we get to teach ourselves or we seek support to do it because we're often not taught these things and they're just basic basic skills right life skills emotion emotional processing but when i say they're basic they're fucking profound and it is everything and it supports every area of life because then it doesn't matter what's going on around you you know you can hold it because you know you can be with those emotions you're not the world's not going to end you don't go into fight or flight and all the things you know you can just be with it because you've been with it before and the more you practice just being with these big feelings you get better and better and better and better and just more seasoned and you get more tools in your tool belt and you're like oh I can do this thing and this really supports me for instance this morning I had an interesting uh kindy drop off so my son's dad surprised us at the front of kindy which I thought was beautiful um you know to help or not help you know spend time with him bring him in for his first day back at kindy and we go in and we have very different parenting styles we'll put it that way right um and he was when he was going to say goodbye is not when I was I could tell my son wasn't ready for me to go yet and I'm not like a helicopter mum but I am the mum who I'm just very attuned to my son and I know what he needs and it's his first day back and if I don't want to leave him I'm not going to leave him um, but yeah, there's a point where his dad thought, oh, we should go now because he's distracted. And I'm just not the parent who's going to do that. And I remember when my son was in daycare, when he was like 18 months, two years old, the teachers would say, yeah, um, say goodbye to them so they know you're leaving and then just get out of there because the longer you hang around, um, the more emotional they're going to get. And I get it that the more emotional they're going to get is more challenging for the teachers and educators to deal with. But at the end of the day, I've chosen the Kindy My Sons app because I know that they're okay with big feelings. They don't hold space for the big feelings in the way that I will, the way that mama does. But mums, you know this, no one does anything the way that mama does. Dad doesn't do it the way mum does. You know, auntie doesn't do it the way mum does. No one, you know, nana, whoever doesn't do it the way that mama does. They bring their shit to mama because we are mama. We are mama bear. We've got it all. And no one is going to care, no matter how wonderful the care is for your children, no one is going to have that same level of care that you give your child. And just being okay with that was a massive piece and relief and like, oh, well, of course his teachers aren't going to, you know, comfort him in the same way as me because they're not me. That doesn't mean it's wrong, you know, and that doesn't mean that he's not getting to, you know, that doesn't mean he's left on his own to process his feelings. It's just, a, it's just a different way. And they've got a lot of children there as well. So my experience, right? I had a lot of big feelings of my own just due to the difference in the way my son's dad would have handled things versus myself. And I really want to support my son. Um, and we had like a minor disagreement. But for me, I'm in mama bear first day of kindy mode. I'm in don't F with me mode. Um, and I felt like I was being F'd with. So I was like, oh, have my own big feelings around that. No one would have known. But I left and I was already headed straight to the gym. I had my boxing gloves packed. I just so happened to decide boxing session was happening straight after kindy drop-off and that was so freaking warranted and required and desired and it was so beautiful so I got into the gym 
felt so badass. I put on my little inner gloves. I'm like, boom, boom, and I'm warming up, warming up. Um, and I ended up doing 10 rounds of boxing when I would usually do. I've just gotten back into boxing after a month off in December. So I've been doing – I just got to eight rounds last week, I think it was. This week I went to 10 rounds and then I stopped counting and just started – going hammer, hammer in this bag. Um, when I walked into the gym, I didn't feel like I had a lot of, I didn't feel, I didn't know how much I had, put it that way, right? Getting into the ring, getting into the bag. Oh, I had a lot and it was beautiful and I was loving it. Felt like I was like, you know, really, really got my energy out. So find your thing. And then I went and sat in the sauna for half an hour. Then I've left and then I'm home working and I'm into it. And I know for me, when I post kindy drop off, I'll often go for a run after or I'll go to the gym after if I haven't worked out in the morning already. Because I know what what supports me to move through any emotion, right? Or to just reset my energy to get into mama, not just mama, present mama, but CEO mode in that, you know, four or five hours I've got while my son's in care. That's So find your thing. What is it? Is it just a cold shower? Is it screaming to music on the way to work after you've dropped your kids off? You know, like getting, you know, hyping yourself up. What is it? Is it rage crying in the car? Like find your thing, find your thing, make it easy to process your own emotions because that's the biggest piece because we can have worry and all these heavy feelings hanging in our bodies and in our field and that's not fucking supportive of us or anyone around us. So find your thing that's not going to have you be heavy for the rest of the day because no one wants to be going to work, whether you're coming home to work, whether you're going to a workplace. No one wants to have that extra mental load. As mums, we carry so much already. So when we can learn to process our emotions, not saying you don't, but everyone who's listening will be in a different place. So this will serve you. When you can learn what your thing is to massively support you, how much better does life feel when you're not afraid to go there with those big, big feelings? And how much better does life feel when you've got all these tools in your toolkit? And how much better does our day feel and does our day go when we are not carrying all that heaviness? You know, it's discomfort, dis-ease. If we don't move, emotions are energy emotion. They just want to be moved. If we don't move them and feel them and just actually process them so they can carry on like a wave in the freaking ocean, then that dis-ease is what turns into disease and all the things, right? You probably know this, but if you don't, you're welcome. So that's my biggest piece is being with the feelings and just going there because it frees up your capacity to then be there for your children, right, and to hold space for their emotions and and not making the feelings mean anything. My first biggest piece I want to add here is not making the feelings mean anything. And I'm going to say that again just because it's so important. You need to hear it again. Not making the big feelings mean anything. And what I mean by that is it's so normal and natural to have big feelings around separation yourself or your children. So let's just not make them mean anything and just learn to be with them. And when we can really learn to be with our feelings, it frees up capacity for us to be with our children's feelings and not make it mean anything. Not make. I didn't make my rage this morning mean anything. I didn't make my son's tears mean anything. I didn't doubt, oh, is there something going on? How, like, I just thought, how can I better support him? It's just being with him so that he feels loved. Something I learned through aware parenting is it's a massive difference between having big feelings and being shoved in a corner or being left alone to grieve and try and process these feelings when you've got a little tiny brain still growing for our little humans this is and versus 
being in tears in the loving arms and the loving presence of people who just are loving you and accepting you and holding space for you. How different is it if you're having a meltdown and you're just having a big release yourself and if you know there's people and there's people there to support you, right? How different would the world be if we were all raised with this, with this concept of aware parenting of being with feelings? It's a massive difference between, yeah, being left on your own to cry it out versus being comforted to cry. You're still feeling the same emotions, only one is going to cause stress, trauma, right? And not good. you're not learning actually how to process, you're just learning how to survive because you go into a survival state. Whereas when you are in an environment where all the feelings are welcome, you're still feeling those exact same feelings that were bubbling up, right? But it's how it's dealt with. And that is the environment that my son is in and I'm happy and confident that he's able to express his emotions. Every school, kindy, you know, whatever program your child is in, whatever care form they're in, it's going to be different. And I totally get it. I don't, you know, teachers, all all educators, carers deserve like a million percent pay rise because the work that they do with children is the most deep, profound work, in my opinion. And they're actually on some of the lowest wages, like our, our young early childhood educators, this is, they're on some of the lowest wages and they're doing some of the deepest freaking work. So they just find things that work for them. And then I'm sure school teachers find different things that work for them, right? Like at, at, because they have a lot of children to manage, right? So when you have tools in your toolkit, you can support your children before and after. And the during is on the people that you've chosen to care for your children, right? And you can help your child and talk to them about it. Yeah, if you've got a teenager, it's absolutely relevant. You can teach them the tools that you know. What is it? Is it breath work? Is it mindfulness? Is it going out in nature? What is it? When we can do it for ourselves, we can teach our children to do it, and we are the models of it. Whereas, like, if we, you know, I see parents who they're really, really caught up in their kid's emotion, and I felt this way to an extent at the start of kindy last year because it was like I wanted to cry when my son would cry because I felt so deeply for him. And that's so okay to feel that way. But it took me some time of processing and separating what's mine and what's his. And so often as parents, we just we just don't quite recognize what is ours and what is theirs. When we're in that high-pressure environment of like everyone's around, they're upset or this is going on, um, and we feel for our children. I, we feel for our kids. So how can we support them? we can support them by supporting ourselves. And I'm always going to be an advocate for mamas going first and mamas being cared for first. Cause you know, when you're at capacity, you don't have that space to hold for no one. You, you just, you just not, you don't have it or you find it from somewhere, but you're not at your best when you're actually, you know, well, well nourished, well, all the things in all the ways and cared for. And when you're fully processed and you can do that for yourself, you can do that so much deeper for your kids. Right. And that is the world that I am so here for and that is why I had to sit down and film this podcast while it's hot on my heart because like I said last year I learned to separate what was mine what was his how to support him and something I've, I've shared on my Instagram page but if you haven't seen it our process that I take my son through I draw a picture of me and then I draw a picture of him I draw a picture of his kindy I draw a picture of his dad's house his grandparents houses and I draw a line between each other and I draw our dog as well can't forget the dog and I draw a line between everyone's hearts and I teach him how you're all interconnected you only have to put your hand on your heart when you miss mommy and I'm right there and I teach him different things and I teach him energy protection um, and I teach him you know just the best to do the best of my ability like all parents are doing, right? But then that visual for him massively helped him seeing a line between, even though I drew a line between him and his kindy, 
And it was like, even though when you're at kindy, look, there's still an invisible line between kindy and you and mummy. And, you know, you're still connected. You're still loved. Um, and that massively supported him. And he said, he has come home from kindy last year and told me, mummy, I really missed you. And I just put my hand on my heart and I felt a little bit better. And oh my God, I was like, yes, yes. And at times he's told me as well, I'm putting up my protection bubble and he picks his favorite color or his favorite colors for the day. And he puts his protection bubble around him. And you know, when we do the energy protection for ourselves, nothing can touch us. And our kids actually get to have that untouchable feeling as well. Like whatever your tools are that work for you, well, they may not be the same that work for your child. That is the funniest thing of parenting or every child is different. The more mums I talk to, it's like, mums with four kids this works for this one this works for this one this works for this one so find the thing that works for your child do that for them trust that when they're in someone else's care that yes again grandparents may not deal with things the way that you ideally would want to deal with them but what is more important is more what like and again everyone's there's no right or wrong it's just what's your priority it might be priority for you to protect your child from the way that your grandparents um their grandparents would deal with things if it's like you know just a total different parenting style but it might be more important for you to be able to get your work done to support your family so for grandparents to be the carers and just your child will get to know this is how nanny does things this is how poppy does things this is how school does things and you might be okay with that and you might not like it's everyone and it's there's no right or wrong but we get to fully own whatever choice we are making and fully devote to it okay that's the piece I want to bring it home with is own your choice, feel your feelings, seek support if you need support. There's no there's no staying in overwhelm or staying in the heavy feelings. Just seek the support you need, create the space you need, ask for the help, make it happen. Because without you at your best, mama, the world ain't revolving. The world revolves when mamas are fully fucking lit up and that is the world that I'm here for and it actually just starts with the ugly crying and the ugly, heavy, big feelings and going through those. And the more we can be with them, the more we can be with our kids' feelings, then, you know, create beautiful, you can create beautiful after-school rituals and things or after-kindy rituals um, and then make the days that they are home with you so much more special. That's another way my son still wasn't overly keen to go to kindy today because he just wanted to be home with mummy. But right now in this season, kindy is best to support him. It's two days a week. I can then have two days to myself until until if that doesn't work or if and when that doesn't work, I'm not vibing it, he's really not vibing it, then we will change. But for now, I'm super happy with where things are at and trusting your intuition on where things are at. You, you know best, better than anyone, better than better than probably our children know themselves. You know if, if an environment is great for your child or not. And if school or that particular school or that particular program or kindy or bush kindy or whatever – if that's not the vibe, that's not the vibe. And listen to your intuition, but really making sure you're not making a decision just from emotion, right? Because emotions are normal. We don't have to make them mean anything. But if you know in your bones, something's got to change, something's got to change. That's the vast difference, knowing between what is like an intuitive soul body knowing versus I'm making a decision based on emotion here. That's that's such a big piece. I trust that this is served the mama that I'm here to serve today. I hope you have a glorious day. And I, yeah, I'd love to hear what you took from this. If you're going to implement anything new, any downloads you have, anything at all, because I'm so passionate about parenting and you can expect many more episodes here on parenting and all the ways, all the situations that come up and just certain things I do 
to really anchor into because when I'm having conversations with friends and people are going, wow, this is profound, you should share this. Or when someone's going, oh my God, I wish I knew this sooner. Or when I'm having conversations with girlfriends and they're like, you need to be sharing this stuff. Or or when I'm, yeah, when you're in a conversation, you're like, this would benefit so many people. Or people I've had conversations with, their lives have drastically changed just from one little gold nugget they've gotten from some conversation we've had around parenting or life, right? This is why we get to bring these conversations and this is exactly why I've created this beautiful podcast space so that you can tune in, get what you're here for, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. would love to hear what dropped in for you, what landed for you, what your thoughts are, how your experience has been, if this has impacted how you process your parenting slash separation experience. And I look forward to bringing many more beautiful episodes like this in the future. Have a glorious day and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for joining in today on Soul Sips. I hope this conversation has stirred some fire within you. If you loved what you heard, make sure you subscribe, rate and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me. And if there's something you want to hear or a guest you want me to have on, shoot me a message on Instagram at mel.scriven and let me know. Until next time, thank you for sipping some soul and being part of my community. I'm so honored to have you here. Oh, 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 oh,